What's up, guys? It's Little D from FMF. When I'm not mixing gas and hauling ass, I'm listening to Big MX Radio. Hey, guys, what's up? This is Andy Frisella here. You're listening to Big MX Radio. But when you're done with this episode, come check out the MFCEO project, mfceo.com. I got all your motivation. I've got everything you need to know about running your brand. I've got everything you need to know about getting shit done, and we can do it together. started. Big MX Radio, brought to you by Fly Racing USA, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. W Wheels USA, Moto Ice Wrap, and Maxima USA make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop. On Big MX Radio. Welcome to the Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by Fast House Gear and uh, also FMF and Dirt Trick Spock Brockets. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. With us, with us on the line, we've got our number one photographer, goes by the name of Griffin Ben Destin. Griffin, how's it going? Oh, it's going good. How are you, Ben? Hey, not doing too bad, my friend. Uh, it's a beautiful Wednesday evening here in Canada, and uh, I believe you are staring at endless pavement, most likely on the uh, number 10 freeway. Uh, whereabouts are you headed, big guy? We are headed to Amarillo, Texas. Right on. Well, what's in Amarillo, Texas? Uh, we are going to out there to uh, prep for Loretta Lynn's motocross, and there's a few tracks out there we're going to hit, like master pools and Bowers and Max. I'm here with Rich Taylor and okay. our friend John, and we've been traveling the road for a few days. Well, there you go. Get behind the wheel. Head out to the east where uh, the, uh, the 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 dirt is. Uh, it's, it's it's kind of uh, nothing gets better than than eastern dirt. Uh, you yourself, you you won't be racing Loretta's, will you? Or or are you that fast? Uh, I. I won't be racing the letters. I'm not even actually going to be going there exactly. I'm just going to help with the drive and help out the drive and create some cool video content for my fans and my buddies and just have a good time. Absolutely. So let's uh, jump into that a little bit. You are Gas Productions, uh, a, a video production company, a photographer uh, who has been uh, rising through the ranks for a number of years now. You've been kind of chipping away at it. Um, What's in the name? Tell us a little bit about it, how it all started, how long you've been at it, and uh, what kind of equipment you work with. Yeah, I've been at it for a pretty long time. I kind of just got started into it. Like, I was just, like, always DMXing with my buddies out by where I live and just riding dirt bikes. And I just got hurt one year, and I just wasn't into it, getting scared back on the bike. And I decided to pick up a camera. Somehow my dad had a camera and just started taking pictures and I just fell in love with making, getting that feeling of getting the sickest shot out there. and I kind of just went from there. 
Fair enough. Well, uh, why gas productions? Uh, obviously, uh, your first initial starts with a G, but uh, as far as I'm concerned, that's about uh, where it, it kind of ends as far as the correlation. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of kind of came up with the idea with my older brother. Like we were just sitting there trying to think of a good name to start off, like a little Instagram page just for fun and nothing too crazy. But he was like, "Yeah, what about Griffin's Action Sports?" And I used to do photography only, so just like Griffin's Action Sports photography. Okay. I just happened to work with dirt bikes, dirt bikes, and gas, and just kind of catch on, and we thought it was funny when I was little. So. Well, there you go. A couple of tie-ins there. Griffin's Action Sports photography and now you've branched out into videos as well um and, and yeah like your, your videos are becoming more and more popular and I, I think i don't think there's a single video that has more views than probably uh the least like the lowest quality video you've ever produced which is uh when colt neck went ass over tea kettle into the uh into the the net so uh other than that video what are some of the uh, of the stuff that maybe people have seen before well, I've definitely done a few edits for some of the big big guys out there in Supercross. I've been fortunate. Not just like, I don't know. The way I approach it, I just go to tracks and wherever the big riders are, and I film them and I DM them and send them the video content that they like if they post it. So I've had a few guys like uh, Bowers I filmed with, with Justin Barsha, and my L. Ombre posted my stuff on his Instagram story a few days ago, which is pretty rad. And I just I go out there and make content and just get my stuff out there and create art. For sure, create create the art and uh, supply these riders with those uh, those valuable edits that uh, basically they get the clicks, they get people uh, eyeballs on their stuff, and you're providing them uh, a, a phenomenal uh, outlet to be able to just showcase their skills. Um, where, do, where where does the passion for motocross start with you? Obviously, uh, uh, you're in your I think you're in your early twenties. You've been at this for quite some time. Um, what, what, like, where did you fall in love with motocross and what made you want to start capturing it, uh, at first on the, on, with a camera? Yeah, well, I always, like, my dad always said it was racing when he was little and my God, he was a big into off-road racing. He never was too good at it, but he just always, like, loved it and passed it on to us and me and my other two brothers and we just always rode and we did a lot of trail riding out in Jabo and Mojave Desert. And we started off trail riding and then I started getting into the track and then, I was, when I was still kind of scared and like just taking pictures after my injury and then I just started meeting the right people and just riders and creating relationships with them and becoming friends and just, just like having that good time at the track and just taking pictures and just having a great time. For sure, and obviously you still do get behind the controls of the bike every once in a while to uh, to get that throttle therapy and 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 feel the exhilaration. Of course, I think you're bringing a bike along with you to uh, on this trip. Yes, no. Uh, I'm actually not, but bummer. I am planning to get on the seat soon. Yeah, bummer. We didn't have enough room, but I'm planning to get back on the bike pretty soon. Did you at least bring uh, an extra set of gear if 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 someone uh, w- was to let you uh, uh, swing the leg over a bike? You could at least uh, rip a few corners. Well, I think me and my buddy Rich Taylor over here that I'm driving with wear the same set of gear, so I don't think that'll be a problem. Right on. So you're not traveling with the Rich Taylor. You're you're trailing with his son, correct? Yeah, fair. You're like you're, you're like with uh with you're traveling with Junior. He is a phenomenal talent in his own right, and uh, obviously uh, provides some eye candy for you when you're you're doing the filming. Um, what's the most satisfying thing for you when you you go out and uh, try and capture something cool? Like what 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 kind of shots do you like to produce and uh, 
throughout the editing process, like how much do you enjoy kind of piecing something together and actually seeing a little kind of a, a piece of art kind of coming together by the end of it all? Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely fun, but I, I, don't, I think I have a different perspective than most videographers or photo guides. My favorite part of the whole process is the editing, and like okay. I love it. Like, oh, don't get me wrong, I love getting the crazy shots, but once I get like a crazy scrub shot and like some crazy turn shots with like some, like awesome slow mo, and I I just see the picture in my head, and I'm like, dude, the editing is crazy, and I just kind of throw together to a song I either hear that day that I think sounds good or. If the guy that I'm filming has a presence of a song, I either put that. And I don't know. It's like the process takes a decent lot of while, but just getting those crazy shots, editing is just like my favorite thrill of filming. Well, so would you say that uh, your time on two wheels has also helped your um, like just creating those ideas for shots that are going to work? Because all too often, um, like with with um, with photographers, if they haven't experienced the sport, they don't really know the angles of what's going to look cool and why or when. Um, so, and like, uh, like you know what I mean? Like, as far as riding the motorcycle, maybe you don't have the same skill set as a as a, a Rich Taylor um, or even his dad. But uh, being able to be on the bike and riding and understanding it kind of helps you kind of picture what you want to have happen in the head, in your head or when you. When yeah, definitely. I. Yeah, definitely. Like, I don't have definitely don't have the skills to say I'm more of a C class guy, but yeah, definitely just seeing the way like that. I, obviously, I've learned how to ride and turn and hit whoops and the certain lines to take. But I can see, especially from Supercross perspective, I was traveling with cold neck every Supercross, and like I could see lines that he would take, and I would tell him, "Dude, like that's a slow line." And he would be like laughing, "No, oh, you're a video guy." I'm like, "Yeah, but you think I watch the sport 24 seven through a camera lens?" Like, and that's obviously helped me get awesome angles and just help my own riders that I film with improve themselves. It's kind of cool. So it's kind of a win-win for both of us when we're at the track. For sure. And, and you've also helped out uh, guys like Colt Neck at Supercross races doing their uh, their lap time filming, uh, which I'm, pr- I'm sure really helps him out because uh, he's got a skilled v- videographer uh, doing it for him, not someone that's going to have an unsteady hand, which would probably be really annoying. Um, but uh, like, like, so when you're helping these riders – uh, and you're filming, like, what's uh, what's most important to you when you're, you're capturing something that they're, they're, they can use from a, a tutorial side of things? Well, definitely, like, I I personally like to film a lot of my stuff in slow-mo just because you can always speed up in post-editing. And, like, slow-mo, you can really see the details and see where his foot position's on the peg, right. where the shot's hitting, like, doing shock testing with Colts, and I've done it before, where we film slow-mo, send it to a shock guy, and the guy takes the shock, and next thing you know, take it out of the track. Shock works amazing. Like, it definitely helps in the process of building a rider and like building the rider's bike and just learning technique for the rider. For sure, actually, I've heard that from uh, Don, uh, Ross Maeda from uh, uh, Enzo Suspension that uh, he loves when I post uh, slow mo videos, especially in whoops, because you can you can really like uh, kind of dissect what 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 a bike's doing uh, in a situation like that. And I'm sure uh, like guys like Golden and the other guys that you've worked with, like say like Willie Simons and stuff like that, uh, are are a huge benefactor to. Uh, those videos and stuff like that and honestly having you along for a test session would be uh like really really um 
beneficial to some maybe some riders that like don't exactly know how to describe what they're feeling on the on the bike when they're say going through a whoop section or easing into the corner they might say one thing and the video says something else and that kind of in between the uh the suspension tech and kind of know where to go with it yeah definitely i've definitely done that with a bunch of my riders that i film with just somebody daily i can tell them and they're like i can't really describe how it's feeling and i show them like to me this is what i see it and i can kind of see that's what you're trying to explain and then it works and they fix the problem or they fix the suspension and go out on rebound or whatever and it definitely helps them a lot for sure, and I, I I know they do appreciate it. Who are some of the guys that you work with on a regular basis? Who and obviously, uh, on top of this, on top of being a, a uh, highly skilled videographer, you're also uh, a hardworking guy like me. You're not scared to jump up on, on top of a roof with uh, with, with with Willie Simons and uh, and, and re-roof uh, uh, a few houses here and there. Yeah, definitely. I definitely am not making enough money to just do filming that, but I'm trying to grow my business there and I've worked multiple jobs even my 10 to supercross season I would do 40 hour a week before flying out Friday at 4 a.m. to go to the supercross race and be back Monday by 6 a.m. to go to work at a restaurant and then I've been trying to do more lately just video but on the day, like days I don't have videos I hooked up with my buddy Willie Simon that I film with and his dad owns a roofing company and we have been helping him out for a little bit but yeah my basic crew I film with every day is like Willie Simons, he's one of my good buddies. Doesn't look too far. Open Egg, Brock Shoemaker, Rich Taylor, and just like a bunch of buddies that we all just hang out, have a good time, and try to make some good content for you guys. For sure, and those guys, like I said, they they provide uh, the eye candy that you just you and you capture it. Um, when it comes to uh, like filling filling with a guy like Willie Simons, he on top of having unbelievable style on the motorcycle, also happens to be head to toe. Or I guess head to ankle in uh, in fast house gear. That in and of itself makes for good video because that's the best looking gear in the on the planet. I don't care who uh, who, who it's on. I don't care like what anyone says. Best looking gear in the pits. Fast house. Stamp it. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I haven't had a chance to myself on a hand of that gear, but every time I see Willie wear it, I'm like, dude, that's a clean kit. Like I don't know, like. That or, or that is like one of the best kits I've seen. Or like their new stuff that I've seen with the all white with the red sleeve is clean and like yeah, yeah, just definitely. I've heard it's very comfortable and very like dope. And I just love like obviously they probably like the content I produce and I hope they do. And then they could repost it. And I've talked to some of the film guys like Brendan Lutz and Max Mendale. Yeah, just, we all talk about it. And they just like produce some great content over there at Fast House. For sure, like this stuff just photos so well. It's those crisp colors. Uh, it's those those solid colors, and I, I just I, I can't get enough of everything that those guys make. Um, I've got I think I got three pairs of pants, and I have five jerseys, and because of that, I feel like I have fifteen sets of gear. You know what I mean? Like every like you can yeah, mix and you, match. You can you can do whatever you want. Yeah, I was about to say you can mix and match, and like. It just looks cool. Like, every color combination you put together is just dope. And, like, like you said, it's crisp, clean. It's kind of old-school style, which I like. I dig. And it looks good in the video, so. Yeah, well, I think, uh, like, you've got some time in the vehicle. You can talk to a guy like uh, Richard Taylor, who I don't, currently I don't think that he uh, wears uh, Fast House gear. So you can be that voice of reason to help him 
uh, to start riding with di- like better gear on. He can leave. He can have the X brand goggles. I don't mind that whatsoever. But he can definitely drop. I think it's Axo. Is he an Axo? Was he in? No, he's actually an FXR, which is kind of cool because oh, I actually right. got my first opportunity. Yeah, I got my first opportunity with them this year to do their 2019 gear shoot, which was a pretty badass like job I've gotten and it's the biggest job I've gotten so far. And okay, tell me a little bit more though, about that. Yeah, like some of the con- my content I put out for them, they've been loving it. It's been, it's been great. Andy over there is a great guy. I've got to film with Brownie MX, Mike Brown. Like, yeah. crazy. I never thought I'd be able to film with him. But Sean Laponovich, we were ripping out a comp edge. Keeper, from Keepering uh, in text- uh, testing. Like, it's yeah, just it Chris Keeper. Cool. i got to work with <laughs> Oh, Chris Keeper. We, yeah, everyone knows who Kiefer is. Yes, he has. He, we know he has Kiefer Inc. testing, but uh, to all of us, he's always just he's just Chris Kiefer. He's awesome. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, him. and yeah, he's an awesome, dude. His son was out there. He's a really cool, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to work with yeah, I got to work with Brown Dog Wilson. He was the photographer there, and like working with him was cool to see how he would run a shoe like that. I've never done anything like that. I kind of learned a lot from him and took away some skills from him. If I ever got the opportunity again to do a shoot for a gear company. I could definitely know how to run a lot better now and get a lot of content. Oh, for sure. Brown Dog is uh, one of the most down-to-earth, and I still got to get him on here. I just call him up and not even tell him that I'm recording him and just do that. Because um, he's awesome. Like, that guy's gold every time I talk to him. But, uh, yeah, like it is uh, Brown Dog's awesome. He takes people under his wing who he doesn't have to. He's way like There's so many photographers who are way too cool for school slash... Uh, because of how cutthroat the media industry is in motocross, everyone, nobody wants to help each other. But um, Brown Dog is the first guy that like will help you with. You want you need a, like a, a spare camera body, no problem. You need to use him. Like he's 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 uh, loaned me his big sexy 400 uh, lens, all kinds of stuff. And oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's awesome. It's Brown Dog. Oh yeah, I, I, we were out there shooting, and I was like. Sean, I didn't have the right books. I don't have all the money in the world to get the gear. I'm only 20 years old, working yeah. my ass off of this. But he was like, "Yeah, you want to borrow my this lens?" And it's like, I lo- I know that I know like the lenses he has, and they're like thousand dollars. I'm like, uh, sure, like I appreciate it. It's totally dope what he does, and he's such a down to earth dude. He's out, he's one of the biggest photographers in the photo industry. Like someone that I look up to in his work is just crazy, and it's cool yeah. to work with them. And he rides on top of that. I don't know if how much he rides anymore, but like the guy, like every time I talk to him, he's not talking about f- cameras he owns. He's talking about dirt bikes he's had. Like the guy loves his sport. I think it's really cool. Yeah, he was out there. He bought, well, I don't know what the exact bike was, but it was a Honda. He was out there. And I think he's going to see last after the shoot. He was ripping, man. I was surprised he could rip like that. Oh, yeah. No, Brown Dog is, uh, if, if you ever want to have anybody to look up to, it's Brown Dog. Because not only does the guy do it for a living straight up like he doesn't have i don't think he has anything else other than the the uh the work itself and uh and the photography he's he's uh, proof that it can be done and uh he's he's also proof that it can be done and you can be cool about it he's he's uh, a consummate professional and he's super approachable um i anytime i get to uh, conversate with brown dog i do so but uh like tell me a little bit more this this uh, fxr shoot how did that come together andy white their brand manager obviously uh approached you on it or message you in some way to get you on that how did it all come down to you and were you happy with uh the end result yeah definitely uh it was actually kind of weird it kind of just spurred out the moment i was at the track with my buddy colton and i happened to like 
I think post an Instagram story and Colton had like posted one too of like, one of my shots like of the day. And then uh, he got a message from uh, Chris Keeper and he was like, Hey, what's your photo guy's number? We need him for a shoot. I'm like, yeah, I didn't think it was going to be that big of a shoot. And then, so Colton sent it to him. We me and Chris and like texting back and forth. He's like, yeah, like we need you to shoot the 2019 gear for FXR. And I was like, didn't know what to say. And I was like, kind of like, damn, like, that's a pretty big deal for me. Like I've just been, that's huge. Doing a bunch of videos with my buddies. Yeah, I was like, damn, that's huge. And I was like, yeah, hell yeah, I'm going to take the opportunity. I called off work the next few days and I said, Chris, I'll be there every day and you need me to and we'll make videos and let's put out the best content I can. And yeah, I'm pretty happy with the end result. I definitely think I could have done a lot better if I had more experience with the shoot, like doing a gear shoot like that. Because by doing the photography side and video side, a lot different. So the way you can get a video, uh, uh, photo, you can kind of slowly go in the turn and then gas it, get the cool dirt. But videos, you kind of just have the guys do the moto, which I didn't do as much as I should have, but I definitely learned from the experience and I think they were happy with the content I got and I'm decently happy with it. I definitely could produce a lot more now with the experience behind me, but yeah, it was a pretty cool opportunity and I'm glad I was able to do it. For sure. It's all learning experiences. I'm glad you were able to uh, grab uh, grab life by the horns a little bit there and uh, and execute. And yeah, like the, the a company that's kind of emerging a little bit uh, year after year, and they've been at it for quite some time, uh, they've released their 2019 stuff, and there's qu- there's quite a few people that uh, that shared that in for like shared that video, and they saw your work, and uh, and that's a um, a great opportunity for you in the in the future. That like when it comes to like putting a, a particular shoot on a resume, or if you're talking to another produ- another company on like what you can do for them, you're like, yeah, like I don't know if you saw last year's uh, or 2019's uh, FXR like uh gear reveal reveal or like their basically their promo video but like i did that and they like met, they, there's a good chance they watched it and there's a good chance they liked it so uh it's a big step in the right direction for you man yeah definitely it's shooting like that it definitely has all eyes from all over the world like you guys are up in canada i'm down in the states and this is crazy i have i look on my instagram feed and like you can go and see who follows you i have a decent amount of canadian people following me and like I worked with some guys from Canada that came down to uh, TPRMX. They came out for Supercross. Yeah. They, like, hosted me. They hosted me and Colton for a lot of the Supercross races. Got a shoot for them and just built some of their friends and their following. And, like, it's dope being able to shoot for companies and just get, like, followers from all around the world and have people message me and say, dude, your stuff's inspiring. Like, it's cool that you're doing it and you're just, like, go, going full on in at 20 years old and not looking back. For sure, and, and you've been uh, you've been working hard at it, man. Like it, it, the the it's very it's it's abundantly clear how much work you're putting into this. Uh, I see you at the races. You're always working hard at it, and uh, and just perfecting your craft. And obviously, you're only 20 years old. You've got a lot to learn um, going forward. But uh, I guess that that'd be a good opportunity to kind of give you an opportunity. Like you can let us know some of the what are some of the the lessons you've learned in your your like kind of short history in uh in in covering the sport and capturing it what are some of the things that uh, maybe you you did or thought you should do uh at the beginning of your journey that uh, you've either uh, stopped doing or some things that you didn't know you should be doing that you've now st- have uh, implemented now well, yeah definitely i don't think i ever did anything that i regret doing i would say as a, coming up as a filmer but Definitely stuff that like I shouldn't have done. I should have done when I was starting out, but I didn't. Was just talk to people and tell not tell yourself, but talk to people, make relationships, and don't be afraid to go up and talk to a person. Like 
I'm starting to get better at that now, but like I was, I'm out of Paula and I see Christian Craig, like he's a big dude. It's kind of scary to go up to him and be like, dude, Hey, I'm filming you. Like, see if you like this and I'll send it to you. But I, I've done it and I've actually been able to be, come a, a little bit of a relationship with Christian Craig and see my supercross. He, he takes the time to go talk to me, do interviews. And I've been doing some, uh, national videos. And he was one of the main interviews and in national videos. And it's just crazy where just talking and showing people what you can do for them. It's like really cool. And, that helps you get yourself out there more and yeah just, like don't be afraid to talk to people and like show people what you can do and don't be afraid of it no not at all and and like i said you've been uh more and more successful with it as you go along and it, it's amazing to see um like where where do you where would you like to see this go like where, what's what's kind of like the end result that you'd like to to have from this this uh kind of i call it occupation for for now it's uh it's it's something that's becoming an occupation but uh what would you like to see from it yeah definitely i never really thought when i started at 13 years old that i was becoming an occupation but now that i'm seeing it i definitely have the skill set i think that can turn into a full-time job and hopefully land a job with a magazine and just help them produce the best content and build their magazine i love like helping other people out and helping myself out and just building everything with each other and just like having good vibes about it and just not be afraid to hang everything out there and to show everybody what we're making and what's happening in the motor community. Cause yeah, I think this is like going to be one of the biggest years for motor community in 2019. Like we've had some of the super crosses on like the Fox channel, not just Fox sports one. It's been yeah. on national like television. It's been like pretty cool to see where it's going. It's glad. I'm kind of glad to be a part of it and just starting to help build it and like build myself into the business. And hopefully I can land that job with someone or a gear company and just help them build them and, myself for sure now and you and you're you're working hard at it man you you're, you're at it all the time like i said uh, but uh so going for or first of all where do people uh uh contact you how do they get in touch with you to uh, to follow along to see your work find you on instagram well yeah my instagram is of gas productions underscore and you can eat my emails in there. You click the email in the bio or my YouTube channels in the bio. If you want to see some of my recent work at the nationals and don't be afraid to DM me. I have kids that DM me and I answer everybody. I'm not too cool for anybody. Like I said, I'm just a 20 year old kid with a camera and a bunch of buddies and making content. And it's just like, if like people ask me questions, I'm always going to answer. I'm always going to give my advice on it, my experience. And yeah, just don't be afraid to contact me, reach out and see me at the track, come up, I'll give you stickers and, all that good stuff. Like I'm always down to contact people and work with other people because you never know what can come from that. For sure. And on top of that, you've also got butt patches. How does someone go about getting a butt patch from you? I imagine those are for sale, not to be given away. But uh, if if you were to give one away, how how can uh, maybe maybe that that'd be a cool uh, uh, trivia question? Maybe you can throw down a, a trivia question about Richard Taylor uh, that someone can enter in and they can uh, they can win one from you in the next couple of weeks here. Well, yeah, definitely. I've, the butt patches—they're a little hard to get. Come by there. They're not too expensive to make, but I kind of want to keep it just exclusive to, like, my buddies for right now. Like, I don't think I'm doing anything for sale. I'm starting to make hats that I'm definitely going to put out for sale just because I've seen people. I have my own hat that I made one-of-one, and, like, people are like, dude, I want that. Where do I get it? People ask me they want T-shirts and more stuff, and I'm just like, I honestly don't have the funds to make all that yet, but I'm planning on it. And, yeah, the book patches, I, I'm down to do a little giveaway on my Instagram just to, like, so that kid can be like, oh, I have a butt patch that no one else really has. Like, I only have four or five guys. I think I have one, like Colton X, 
Adam Exignap has one. Uh, I think Brock Shoemaker, Rich Taylor has some, and just Willie Simon. Those are like the only five guys that actually have them that might be running them or whatever. Which is pretty cool, and I'm trying to keep it kind of exclusive so it kind of builds up the hype and it helps spread out like my name and people see that. They're like, damn, I've seen that somewhere. And they're like, where do you get it? And then my friends talk to them and tell them about me. And then, yeah, but I'm definitely down to do a giveaway with someone, and I'll probably post on my Instagram. I can go to you to post on your Instagram. We can work something out. And then, yeah, I should be having hats out for soon. There's only going to be 20 of them, so it might go fast, but I'm going to put them up on my Instagram and sell them and just help me make money to get more camera gear. Fair enough. Well, how how much does it cost to make them? Like, how much uh, how much it would cost you? You say you got ten of them, right, or twenty of them? For the hats, yeah, I have twenty of them. No, the 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 butt patches. Oh, the butt patches. I have a decent amount of them, but they then cost like maybe four or five bucks each, just because I have so many freaking colors in my logo. But yeah, they're not too expensive. Okay. Well. uh... Let's. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna send you uh, some cash. You make ten of them, and you send me ten. Sound good? When you get back from from Loretta Lynn's, I'll uh, I'll buy ten uh, gas production butt patches, and I'm gonna give those away on my show. Definitely, that sounds amazing. All right, cool. We're gonna work on that. But uh, before we let you go, uh, traveling basically countrywide with Rich Taylor's kid, like. Like, what's that like? You guys, you're you're a couple of children in a vehicle traveling coast <laughs> to coast. Um, like, tell me a little bit about that and like the the switching. Who's doing all the driving? Who's more annoying? What kind of music are you are you listening to? Like, uh, what's 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 the ins and outs of traveling coast to coast with that guy? Yeah, it's pretty funny. It's because I, I, even though I didn't know, I was a little kid, and me and Rich are actually neighbors. It's pretty funny. Me and Junior okay. are neighbors, and like we grew, up, we grew up in the exact same neighborhood. He literally lives like a five minute walk down the street, and I never knew it until I met him on a monster. He's like, "Where do you live?" Like, "Let's go to the track." And I said, "My address." I'm like, "Dude, you live five minutes away." And so we've always just had a good relationship from that, and just it's crazy. We kind of just split the driving. We have another guy with us, John. He's a rider that's come back east with us, and yeah, we all switch off pretty evenly and. We all have the same music taste. We all like everything except country, so which I don't mind country, but country's all right every so often. But we yeah. always like our mix of rap, classic rock, alternative, dubstep, whatever we want to listen to. We always plug in our phones and let it go. Whoever's driving gets the music. Fair enough. If you're at the controls, you get to decide what uh, what the tunes are like. I totally agree with that. Uh, and yeah, like, I'm not a huge country fan, but every once in a while, I've been caught uh, uh, jamming along to that as well. Um, right now, if there's one song that you guys are playing too often, you'll probably kill it by the end of the the uh, the road trip and never want to hear it again. Uh, but you're loving it right now. What song is that? Uh, I can't. It's not really out yet, but I've been working with Adam Etchingham on some of his new stuff and his new album, and helping produce a lot of content for that. And we haven't, I haven't bumped in front of him, but me when I'm editing the videos for Adam, it's one of his new songs that's coming out. It's called "My Bike's Too Lit." It's coming out in seven twenty-two. It's going to be a really crazy song. It's going to blow up, and definitely you can see a lot of my content from that. And I'm working with Creation Films out of Colorado on an amazing video on behind the scenes. It's going to be really dope. I'm excited for you guys to see that content. All right, cool, man. Well, I really appreciate that. That's cool. Um, that's uh, that's a cool little insight into uh, the world of uh, your little trip. I think I guess you're going to be gone for what two weeks before you're back in SoCal. 
Yeah, I'm going to be flying back to SoCal, and then I'm taking a little vacation with my family. We're going fishing in Alaska, which is kind of cool. Take a break from the camera and working 40 hours a week. Fair enough. Well, uh, every once in a while, everyone needs a bit of a break. But uh, I really appreciate you coming on the show, man, and uh, rapping with me a little bit about uh, your work with uh, Gas Productions. You are Gas Productions. Follow them on Instagram. Always a good follow. I appreciate you coming on to give me uh, basically the whole the whole rundown and uh, yeah, like it, let's do this again sometime. And I wish you all the best of luck uh, while you're uh, traveling coast to coast and uh, having some fun doing it. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate you having me on and just giving me the opportunity to say what I have to say and show people that I'm, if you're 20 years old and you want to start picking up a camera, do it. It's fun. It creates good times and good time to, uh, good way to remember everything. Fair enough. And now turn to your whichever side of you that Richard Taylor is at and ask him if he's going to come on my show after Loretta does. Uh, he's on the phone with Hey, Rich. He wants to know when you turn on the show. He says whenever you want. We have hours of driving, so. Fair enough. Well, you I'll can call him whenever. I will call him whenever. You guys continue on driving. Be safe. And uh, I'll send a link to this as soon as it's out. Do not hang up just yet, but for podcast sake, we're going to cut it off right there, my friend. Okay, sounds good.